Okay. Hello and welcome to Therapy Thoughts with Whoa. Abby and Whoa. and what? <laughs> I didn't hear you. You didn't hear me? No. Oh, well, I didn't hear you. Oh. Totally joking. And I'm Antonio. How's it going, Abby? It's pretty dope. Um, just sitting here. I'm on on my new chair that I got a couple weeks Ooh, ago. You're on a new chair. Yeah, I I don't know if I told you, but I got like a ton of new furniture this month. No, you did not tell me. And I'm very excited about it because I'm the kind of person that takes a million years to buy stuff. You told me about that. You like to do a lamp. Yeah, right? yeah, like my lamp. Because I'm just, I have this vision of a perfect thing in mind. And then I also find it hard to spend money. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just like, ugh, why? But I want good, I want nice things. Mm-hmm. It's just a conundrum. Mm-hmm. So um, I really needed a chair in my living room and some outdoor chairs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it took like, like I was trying to find a chair for two years, like the whole time. And I just had a couch, nothing and like nothing else in my living room. Mm-hmm. But now I just like spraying for it. So I feel really good. Yeah, I love it. Fuck it's yeah. like it's like this um, green velvet chair with a matching green velvet ottoman. Fuck yeah. I'm sure it does just, well with your couch. Thank you. I, I think it does. Um, I just love green velvet. And I feel like... It's a very bisexual thing to love. Very queer. I agree. Yeah. Um, and then I got a headboard, which is also velvet, <laughs> but wow. not green, um, which I feel like makes me an adult a little bit, maybe having a little bit a more. Yeah. Just like having a headboard feels very adult. It does. You know, now that you put it like that, it so does. What a good point. Because it's like not necessary, which is why I didn't have one mm-hmm. at all. But it mm-hmm. kind of finishes the room and it makes it everything tied together. And it's comfy. It's cute. It is cute. It is cute. I just like don't like how when you sit up, you sit at like an awkward angle. Other than that, that's great. It's just the same angle as the, um, as the wall. It's just like plush. I'm a little taller, so like my head oh. doesn't lay on it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and then what else? I got uh two outdoor chairs and an outdoor table. Um right. wait, which is don't you, already yeah. have some? don't you already have two like both of those things? I have an outdoor table and chairs like a little bistro setup but i wanted more of a lounge chair so i could like Mm. sit and like chill read because the bistro stuff from ikea just isn't really that comfortable no it doesn't look it doesn't look comfortable (laughs) yeah like i would always just start sitting there and i'd be like ugh, i hate this yeah kind of important for a chair what kind of important of a chair to like be something yeah be something that you want to be on yeah yeah um so i did that and i got this table that is like really cute and my bank account is so bad right now but i'm 
I'm really happy that I just did it because now I don't have to think about it anymore. <laughs> you know? I do. What a what a conundrum. Yeah. I'm very happy that you have that privilege to be able to afford nice things. Very happy That's for true. you. And very happy that like you also acknowledge that there's some like it's worth something to you and then it makes you really happy i love that you can do that i love that you can make yourself yeah. happy yeah that's true I, I i do feel really privileged that i could just spring for that because i like do have some savings yeah um and i have a job and stuff and like this person that i recently was hanging out with kind of like she came over to my place yeah. And she doesn't have a consistent job. Uh-huh. But she was like, yeah, I mean, I I like my life because I, I can just hang out and do whatever I want for like a chunk of time when I'm unemployed. Mm-hmm. And then I can take uh, some job, like a, a short job, and then make the money to so that I can afford my downtime. Yeah, kind of like travel nurses. A lot of them do that. Yeah. But um, but she was like, but then again, I don't like I have to live with a roommate and I live in a kind of a shitty place and I can't live like you, like where like clearly you have a stable like job and income and stuff. Yeah. I was like, that's true. It's just different strokes for different folks. Yeah. 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 Again, it depends on what she's willing to like pay for things. Right. Yeah. And if she is like doing it not harmfully it's ideally like okay i'm willing to pay less so i could pay in this one area to pay more for another area right like for example some people it's really important to eat high quality food and Mm -hmm. put more money into that rather than like living scenario or um like clothing or expensive things right right so just different priorities Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, But anyway, how are you? I'm, as I've said earlier today, I'm like a six or seven out of ten. Doing better right now. Talking today has been really good with people, Mm -hmm. including you, of course. I love you. I love you. Crazy how that works. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy, mate. So, I don't know, just like feeling a lot of just big emotions. Like I was in Big Bear the past three days. Big Bear emotions? Big. Big, big bear emotions? <laughs> big bear emotions. Oh, I forgot mm-hmm. I took photos of myself there. Well, people took photos of me. I yeah? Yeah. Yeah, you should post them. <laughs> or send them to me. There could be both. I feel like I'm like the grandma where I'm like, I just want to see photos of you, sweetie. Just okay. send me photos. These are all options for sure. It's just really funny because like I don't really exact, I don't get a lot of photos of myself. So me I forget to look for photos of me. I'm very adverse to photos of myself. Mm-hmm. Which is so I don't have a lot taken. Yeah, I get that. I just look at Marie. I'm like, how do you have so many photos of yourself? Because it's not always like selfies. Like people take photos of her. I'm like, what is happening? 
she like, ask people to take I those photos all the time i'm assuming yeah i feel like she does yeah she does have a lot of photos and like i think it's just a different mentality that yeah, some people she, have yeah she definitely has like a strong mentality for it so yeah i was actually talking in therapy about that too where like the conundrum or the the thing where you think you look bad you the general you uh-huh. think you look bad and photos and then like a couple years later you'll see them and be like i looked amazing yeah because you're just like you too close to it mm-hmm. at the time and then and then like later on you're like oh i wish that i looked like that now even though now you still look good you just like can't i don't know just can't accept it i guess or like can't see it because you're too close yeah i was literally listening to something very similar yesterday about how like it's typically the artist thinks that their piece is worth and like so much less is than worse. Like, yeah, like whatever. Right. Um, I think it's, be- and the reason being that they're so close at it that they can perceive all of the like small incorrect mm. quote unquote incorrect details. Right. Yeah. So it's like, because they've spent so much time with themselves or that piece, mm-hmm that they're like the harshest critic because they see everything, right? Mm. And a lot of people don't always see everything, but when they do, they can still appreciate it, right? Because yeah, just because the artist has seen it from the beginning, like you're saying, and they see all the work that has gone into it, but it's also like looking behind the curtain. Yeah. So it's hard to kind of look at it with fresh eyes, like, whoa, that's amazing. When the artist is like, well, I mean, it wasn't, it's not that crazy. Like, I just glued this thing here and then, like, I did this thing here. And it's like, no, actually, it was kind of hard. <laughs> yeah. No one does that. Obviously, I'm really astounded because I've never seen that before. One time, Marie had to tell me that. She's like, I've never seen anything like this. I'm like, what do you mean? There's a lot of things like this in the world. And she's like, well, it's the first time I'm seeing it. I'm like, wow, that's a really cool reminder. Like, just because, in like the same way with art, it's just like, just because you've seen so much and like this could be a recreation or you've seen so much of yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And that other people have like a fresh view, right? Yeah. Yeah, that goes so deep and can be applied to so many things. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it's good to talk about. It's like comparison is the thief of joy, right? Like as we compare, as we compare ourselves to everything for so long, we're just like robbing ourselves of all of these things, right? Right. And happiness. So then, when people like have us as like a fresh set of eyes, they don't really have many comparisons at first, and then like as they grow to love you, they're just like, "Wow, look at all these qualities that I really admire," right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes you forget that like you like there are parts of you that you that inspire other people because you're always looking at that person right you're always like i want to be them in this way that you forget Mm -hmm. they see the same thing in you just something different Mm, that's nice yeah or even sometimes the same right yeah yeah it's a good reminder and it's also a good reminder to tell people you admire them yeah i not just think about it in your head 
Mm-hmm. It is so important to remind your friends how awesome they are. Yeah. Like, I think that's so underrated. Like, I try to make an active, like, I try actively to give people compliments because, like, a lot of people don't hear that. Yeah. A lot of people don't hear, like, for example, you, Abby, you're really smart. You're very weird and you're very awkward, but that's, like, partially why I love you so much. Like, you're smart and you're thoughtful and really try like you don't make any random weird dumb decisions like you put a lot of thought into it sometimes still fault right like yeah you're you're really smart and you're hardworking and you're dedicated and you're like in some ways a semi-perfectionist right for sure (laughs) yeah and you're just like people really admire that like you do things that other people don't you have very Hmm. special talents Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very weird. Like I literally yesterday I put a straw in a lemon <laughs> and <laughs> was squeezing the lemon juice into like out of it through the straw so that it would come out the other end of the straw and called it lemon brain juice. And then I put I like sharpied a really cute face on the lemon so it looked like I was squeezing out the lemon brain juice. <laughs> and then my coworker was like, so are you okay? Yeah. And I was like, I'm great. This is just me. That's so funny, dude. Wow. I've never heard of anyone doing anything like that before. That is I'm like just, a TV show. That's a straight up cartoon. I'm just like, why cut it and squeeze? Like, that's so boring <laughs> when you could have fun with it, you know? No, I hear you. I'm with you. I see it. But Abby, no one does that, which is right. like so fun. Yeah. It's like, I, just, you know, I love to have fun. Yeah. You do love to have fun. Because life is a playground, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That's very true. Not all the time. It's a very, it's like when all my needs are met, mm-hmm. might as well have fun. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I'm fucking weird. Um, I love it. And you are such a deep soul. So deep. You feel things that a lot of people have hard, like they have a hard time accessing and you just like feel them so well. And also like you're just the most understanding person. Probably one of the most understanding people I've ever met. And like one of the people that I go to for advice because you just like give such great advice. Like because I just know that you're going to like have the right or a good answer because I feel like you can see things from like a different perspective too. Thank you. Thank you. That's really cool. I appreciate that. I really try to see the world for like what it is. And sometimes I forget to do that for myself, but like I really enjoy perceiving like there's nothing to look at more than what it is, right? It's for example, mm-hmm. looking at your hand. If you like close your hand, it turns into a fist, but where's mm-hmm. your hand? It's still the same thing, right? Wait, if you close your hand and then what? It it turns into a fist, right? Yeah. But it's still just your hand. Yeah. Right? And so it's like 
just because it does something doesn't mean it's anything different. Mm. Yeah. I like that. It's a good metaphor. It's really hard to be like, all right, like just because it's like it did one thing doesn't exactly mean it turns into anything different. Mm -hmm. How could we apply that to something else? I have one idea. You do one small act that is, let's say, not exactly out of character, but just like different. Doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that you're anything different, right? Right. Just because one thing happened that's like either out of the blue like you know things that come up recurringly maybe we should give a little bit of adjustment to right if we don't like it we have to adjust but if it's like one-off it doesn't exactly change about who you are for example say like one person comes up to you and says that they don't like you for the reasons that you think that you like yourself right Mm -hmm. you're like oh you're a bad person you're you're ugly, you're, <laughs> you're, you don't care about anyone, you don't care about people's time. It's like, or whatever, right? You hit, like they say all the things that you don't, that you really pride yourself on. Doesn't mean mm. it's exactly true, right? Right. Like this person, there are so many different perceptions of you. Every single person has a different perception of you. Oh yeah, that's weird. Isn't that really weird? No one like sees There's- you all the Time. only you see you all the time so in a way like you think oh there's only one of me but like in in reality there's how many people you've met like there's 500 antonios or whatever like exactly. a thousand antonios yeah and you that can exists because they exist can... in their mind exactly whoa and you can do literally anything the same exactly the same to two different people and they'll perceive it very different ways. Like, like if we take like the trauma aspect of it, they've done studies where they take a photo of like a family and it's like a dad working under a car, like a mechanic. The um, son is like handing him a wrench and the girl's holding on to something else. And people will see like, oh, look, look at this family like working on the car together, right? Mm-hmm. other people with like major trauma will say something like oh the boy's trying to strangle him and the girl's trying to smash his head in whoa yeah like major responses like that right yeah and like it's the mm-hmm. same exact photo but very different mm-hmm. right? like a rorschach test literally that's literally what it is right yeah like we have the exact same input Oh, not, not the exact, like with all the other initial variables in the world, right? Like you have X amount of years, X amount of days in your life. Of course, like when you like add the same force or whatever to this formula, it's going to go two different ways, right? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Force. Oh, you're talking more engineering I terms. I, I said <laughs> Was like oh, I, I was like wait yeah um but basically it's just like if you have an entire like someone's entire life and another person's entire life uh-huh and then you give them the exact same scenario they're gonna have ve- two very different responses right mm. yeah i feel like they've like scientists have tried to 
study this in twins forever and yeah literally degrees right like they just did that that like i didn't see the movie but it's like a documentary about how they took two twins like they took a set of twins um and like they made one vegan and one eat like an omnivore Mm-hmm. and and the one that was vegan like performed better i think was the test i haven't seen really it. yeah like i'm gonna watch that i forget what it's called it's new i i'm skeptical just because it's like one study right um, yeah it's I, i'm always skeptical of those things yeah but um you know, it's a good anecdote yeah but point being is like like unless if you literally have the exact same person, you're gonna have two yeah. scenarios, right? Yeah, and like this is evidence too in siblings. Like if you're raised the exact same way or whatever, like yeah. same parents, same house, same whatever, everything. But you're very different. Like I'm very different from my sister. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Yeah. But then we have these weird like mannerisms that come out that her partner will say when we're, whenever like I'm visiting, uh-huh. her partner will be like, it's just so funny because like you're so different. But then like you'll do something and I'm like, that's that's just the same. Like that is the same exact thing. That's funny. Yeah. It's yeah. just like you can see the similarities. But again, you're a different human, right? Mm-hmm. Even twins are like very different people. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. I have a friend, my best friend from middle school is a twin Mm -hmm. and they are so different from each other. Like probably couldn't be more different. Really? Yeah. They're fraternal, but still. That does add to the dynamic, but I agree. Yeah. Right. In a way like that should be like even more telling i would think it's even more telling because it's just like it shows that even different dna can have different responses right Hmm. or how different dna has different responses yeah yeah Is there anything else I don't want to touch to that? Oh, just like recapping, basically saying how like just because one person perceives you one way does not mean everyone else perceives you that way. Mm. Yeah. Right. That's like the main point is that mm. you can go to anyone and everyone else will have a different perception of you. A lot right. of like a lot of them will probably have a very similar perception of you. Like, uh, like how we show our values, right? Like, oh, you just said how I'm very, like, understanding, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people feel that way about me, that I really hear them and make them feel seen and understand, yeah. right? But that just right? everyone has felt that way about me. Right. Like, there's this coworker of mine who thinks that I'm um, – hilariously like deadpan and like really sarcastic Mm -hmm. but like in an emo way (laughs) (laughs) um because he there's like this cartoon character that he thinks i am exactly like 
Mm. I forget her name. She has her own show. I love that for me, the, main character. Yes, yes, I hear that. <laughs> but I, but it's just like something that I wouldn't think of myself as. But people perceive that in me because mm-hmm. I do have very dry sense of humor. Mm. Sometimes, yeah. When I'm not oddball humor, I'm dry. Yeah, and just like a lot of people could have that perception of you, but it doesn't exactly mean it's like me. Yeah, specifically you to a degree, right? Like if a lot of people have that aspect of you, you got to reconsider. It's like, okay, am I missing something? Right? Because mm, yeah. like not a majority of people are going to see the wrong thing, right? Yeah. Like at least in our circle of people that we interact with, right? So it's less common that a group of people with our values and our like companionship are gonna see the same thing that is very different than us. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Do you see me that way? What very deadpan? I see you as like like kind of sarcastic, but you do emote. You like you're not deadpan. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, like especially when we get stoned, dude. You're so hilarious. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, apparently he's just not funny. That's really what it is. He's projecting. Maybe. Or maybe there's some people that I like to fuck with. Yeah, like there's certain people that I just find so fascinating and funny that and I feel like I can be a certain way around and that they'll receive it well. Yeah. So I'll just play up certain like parts of myself. Yeah, I hear that. I mean, like, in a way that is you, right? But it's yeah. just like one person. I mean, in a in- like I love being a devil's advocate sometimes and just like causing arguments. Was <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, are you chaotic neutral or chaotic evil? I what is the difference? I never know. So like for example, like, how do I, I classify? Like <laughs> you're so funny. I would assume <laughs> that's telling, but I'm going to leave that part out, the fact that you what? just reaction. What's telling? <laughs> you're like What does that mean? Difference. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that I'm what chaotic neutral um I think it'd be more along the lines of like chaotic neutral is where you kind of just want to throw things at like a spoke wheel but not to hurt anyone kind of like like genuinely I feel bad saying this sometimes but I find it so real like I catch myself wanting to trip kids not to like make them mm-hmm. hurt but just mm-hmm. to like mess mess something up right yeah. I think that's so wrong. Like, I wouldn't do it. And in a way, I would find it funny. But to I trip them? Yeah. I don't want them to hurt, right? Like, I want them to just, like, bounce up like a cartoon. If, if you knew that they weren't going to get hurt. Exactly. Kind of right? Yeah. Literally. I think that's pretty chaotic neutral. Yeah. Super chaotic. <laughs> yeah. I really resonate with wanting to just throw things just yeah. for no reason. But, it's- like, not for an evil purpose. Yeah. It's like it's fun. high impulses and acting on them, I find. Yeah. Okay. And then what are the other ones? There's there's like lawful. Hold on. We're going to the internet. This is so slay of us. Learning. Chaotic neutral charts. 
dude, I'm telling you, the internet's listening. Okay. Really? Of course. I just, it gave, the first thing it gave me was exactly what I was looking for. <laughs> like, like, oh we, my God. like to be completely transparent, when you have Hayes Siri on, how does it listen to you without having it, the microphone on? Oh. All the time, right? Siri doesn't ever listen to me, that bitch. I mean, oh my God. I try to be very deliberate. Unfortunately, I use Siri way too much. So it's like, just funny. It, like you're the only one that I know that you really uses Siri. Yeah, I love it. It's such a great feature. I think it's just so easy. Like the main thing I use it for, I go, "Hey Siri, where are you?" And it just like says, "Watch." That's your hey, main Siri. reason. Where are you? What? Yeah, that's the main reason I do it. It's like legitimately. Oh yeah, my pottery's finished. Um, Your that's pottery. Yeah, Marie. Did you I take a pottery me. class? Yes, with Marie. We had a you didn't date. tell me. Oh my god! I didn't tell you. Well, you're gonna see photos. All right. But going back to to get me out of the scenario, going back to what we were just going over, um, there's uh good, neutral, and evil, right, in one axis, and then the other axis, there's lawful neutral and chaotic so in the middle since it's like neutral neutral it's called true neutral so mm. it's like lawful good lawful neutral lawful evil neutral good true neutral neutral evil chaotic good chaotic neutral and chaotic evil can you send that to me <laughs> there's a lot of terms <laughs> i want to <laughs> i need to visualize i know i don't know why i tried i'm just gonna send it to you but someone got it. Someone I'm needed. I'm a visual it. learner. Okay. Sense, but um, like I'm pretty chaotic neutral. I find partially because you don't expect it from me. <laughs> You're chaotic neutral. Yeah. But I, I still don't know what these mean. Okay, let's look so up chaotic neutral versus. Uh, chaotic evil. I definitely don't think I'm evil. <laughs> like, I don't think you're evil, Abby, but just like, again, there's there's a spectrum, right? <laughs> chaotic neutral would be exactly what you said. Do whatever you want if it benefits you. Um, chaotic evil, on the other hand, may very well go out of their way to do terrible evil acts, not because it benefits them, but because they just want to. They're doing mm -hmm. evil things for the sake of being evil. Mm -hmm. So I think it's the intention, right? Wait, what's chaotic good? Because I think I might be that. Chaotic good. Chaotic good means you are against rules, traditions, and hierarchies to create the most good. Chaotic neutral means you are against rules, traditions, and hierarchies in general, not necessarily to create good or evil. Chaotic evil means you're against rules, traditions, and hierarchy to create most evil. Mm, I don't know. I'm just chaotic. Maybe. Yeah. There was a lot of talking, I will say. Yeah. It's a lot of words. It's okay. It felt like, you know how there's those uh, TikToks or reels that um, it's like, how do you say this word or this phrase in Spanish or in French, right? For example, it's like snail is 
tonton in French, and then glass and green are all ton and tonton or whatever, right? And so there's sentences where it's like ton 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 ton, right? Yeah. So just like that. That's what it felt like. And then it's German, and it's like exactly. I've heard that exact same pronunciation. It's like pen stilo still stila. Dilly, Corker Schlocker. Like, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So do you feel like we covered perception or am I thinking about our previous conversation? I'm thinking about the anecdote of like people perceiving me like friends oh. and like, can you be like friends with people that are like sexually interested in you? Yeah. Why don't we talk about that? You want to give your anecdote? Yeah. Um. So like there's this group of friends Oh, so I I basically feel like when someone think when someone expresses that they have a crush on me, mm. um, or when I sense interest, like sexual interest, and I'm not interested back, um, which is more often the case, unfortunately, <laughs> um, that I feel like awkward and I feel like I can't be myself and like I don't really want to hang out with them anymore. Mm. Most of the time. There are definitely times where I have expressed interest in a friend and I've remained friends with them even after, like, they said no, that they weren't interested in me back Mm -hmm. Um, and the other way around. But most of the time, I just get uncomfortable. So there was, like, what? Go ahead. Just, like, for example, this this group of friends that I, I became friends with them because I knew a couple and like that couple introduced me to a bunch of people in their group. A couple and that you're or just in general. What? A couple that you're seeing? No, it was just like friends. Okay. And um most of the people in that friend group had has like expressed interest in me <laughs> and asked me out. Oh. Uh-huh. And then and now I just feel so awkward like I want to I want to not go to any events anymore that they're throwing because I just feel like perceived in a way that I don't want to be like sexualized in a way. Yeah. Like there's just too much baggage there. Heard. Um, So I'm going to like reword what you said to like, okay. 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 Um, Basically in short, there's a group of people that you met through friends Mm -hmm. and and like these friends, like this group of people are friends with your friends, right? Yeah. And I became friends with them. Yeah. And mm-hmm. now because the group of friends that the group of friends all hit on you, like have hit on you before, right? 
Right. Do they continue to hit on you? Uh, not after I've expressed not uh, Dis- my disinterest. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So just because they've expressed interest in you, that you feel like you can't be, that you don't want to be around them, right? Right. And can you explain like what emotions you feel? I feel like sexualized, um, like, uh, it makes me feel like, what's the word? Objectified. Like for example, I went over to a party in October and met this couple there. Yeah. And like both of them really sexualized me Mm. that night. Mm-hmm. Like I was wearing spandex and they just kept commenting on my ass and stuff like, and mm-hmm. like just on my body. Mm-hmm. And then both asked me out separately, but then also like together. Mm. And we're like really forward just being like, we think you're really cute. Like we really want to go out with you and stuff. And it was like flattering, I guess, but you know, I mean, there's definitely a line that can be crossed, right? Yeah. It sounds like, this was more persistent than like asking you out on one date. Right. Mm-hmm. Like to an extreme. And I understand that to like a degree that can be like some sort of not sexual abuse. Right. But just like, like getting really uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. And that's and, just one example. Yeah. 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 I hear from you, that right? group. Like, Oh, from that group. Yeah, like that's just one example from like Got the group. It. Like Got it. I could go into the others, but Got it. Oh yeah, I understand that now. Way more. Oh, you didn't give that example at all. <laughs> and then there's like another guy in the group who before that kept talking to me and then like we were talking for a while one time. Like I've known him for a while too, like yeah. years. Because I first met him through my ex who was also kind of a friend of the group. Okay. Um, and then him and I were talking and he kept being like, yeah, you're just so like confident. It's like super intimidating and like super sexy and like hot. And I'd be like, okay. <laughs> and then like him and another, another guy kept talking to me and asking me to like hang out with them and invited me to things to the point where I had to literally like ask the like my friend who was in the couple, he's married, yeah. um, who introduced me to everyone. I had to ask him to get a drink with me so that I could be like, "Hey, can you please tell your guy friends to stop? Yeah. Like, I'm feeling uncomfortable. Like, please, just like if they talk about me, like just let them know that I'm seeing someone." Or like that I'm not interested too because it's just like making me feel weird. And he was like, yeah, I know. Like this is just like so annoying and I'm really sorry. And they're kind of obsessed. Like they say that like they need to compete and also that they, they're changing their personalities around you. Like he was like, I was trying to say all these inside jokes and then like he just wasn't responding and like he was pretending to not even remember them. Like he was changing his entire personality. Weird. And then that he brought, he like talked to the guy later and was like, Hey, you can't just change your personality. Like if you ever even started dating, like what, what are you going to do? Just like 
have a different personality for your whole relationship. <laughs> yeah, dude. And he was like, he was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a boy! So, what a what a boy answer! Yeah. What a boy anyway, answer. those are just a few an- a few examples. Wow. I mean, like, yeah, to a degree, like, yeah, at some point, right, this, a person is going to have an influence on you. But, like, that is so fucking far, dude. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah I don't blame you at all for wanting to be out of that scenario. Fuck yeah. that. I was, yeah. I thought it was more along the lines of, like, each person came up and be like, hey, I'd love to go on a date with you. And you're like, nah, dude. And they're like, okay, right? No. I, I was assuming that. I forget that other men are just out there in the world. They're just out there. Like they're just like and and I will be like I'm not interested point blank. Yeah. And send zero signals, but then they'll still pursue it like for months. Weird. And it just feels really uncomfy. Yeah, you should not do that. Yeah. And I literally had to tell them point one guy point blank, like, hey, I only see you as a friend. Because he kept texting me when I was sick. And, like, he was the one that made me a playlist. I remember that. And I was just like, bro, you're checking in on me every single day. More than my family. <laughs> like, it's kind of weird. Yeah, it's a little much. I mean, it's, like, really sweet. But it's to a very high degree. That is not. It's just not warranted. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I just feel like I'm lamenting and. I mean, you got to get it out, right? Like, I agree. That is a lot. Like, that's a lot. That's a lot to be like, and especially by one group of friends, right? So it's not like you can get away and be like, yo, like, you're making this entire group uncomfortable, right? Does that make sense? It feels like that entire group of friends is so horny. Yeah. Like, (laughs) get the fuck out of there, dude. It's, it, that sounds like not a great time. Yeah, and like I've just in the past had a lot of had some friendships get ruined because it's gotten weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's definitely a difference between like, yo, stop versus like, oh, you know, I find you cute, right? And being honest about those emotions. Um, yeah, no, it's not. Yeah, I wish it was like that. Yeah. But it's just like they play these weird little mind games and then I'm just like, dude, stop. Like I know what you're doing. Yeah. And it's making me wildly uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have a very different answer than what we talked about then. What's your answer? My answer is to get the fuck out of there, dude. Yeah. Like that sounds like a group of people that you do not that do not deserve you. Right. Thank you. Yeah. It's like I'm just trying to live. Like I'm just out here trying to like exist. Be my be myself, just like be goofy. Instead, I feel like everyone's just like, oh, I want to fuck you. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, like to a lesser degree, like say this was on the lesser degree, right? Yeah. If they weren't being that explicit about it, like it's okay for people to be attracted to you, right? Like we're gonna we're gonna tone it down just like a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. On on the examples, like if someone expressed interest in you, and you immediately get uncomfortable, it's like, dude, what are they supposed to do? Not tell you? Mm. Like, 
it doesn't seem fair to you or that person to like not receive a compliment or not receive like information, right? Yeah. It's like they are just giving you information. And if you make it like such a big deal. A big deal. Yeah. 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 It's like, yo, take the compliment that someone's attracted to you, right? Like, I think, I think that that's a really good point and something that I need to remind myself mm. because I think it's tr- become like a big deal whenever this happens to me because it feels like it's happened so many times that it feels triggering. Yeah. Well, I think like a huge part of it is that a lot of people in our society think it's like either friendship or a, or a relationship, right? Yeah. And it's like, if you pursue anything beyond the friendship, you can't go back to a relationship. Again, it's like the the relationship escalator. Like once you get on, you can't get off. Yeah. And you can't go back down, right? Right. So it's like remembering that it's very like, it flows, dude, right? Like that's why I have, like I have a lot of friends that are interested in me and I'm interested in them, but we're just friends. Like, mm-hmm. also, especially since hot people attract hot people, of mm-hmm. course they're going to be attracted to us, Abby, right? <laughs> like, and <laughs> you want them to hide that? Like, it's okay to be perceived in a way. It's like, yo, I find you really attractive. Like, last night, Opal was like um, packing, putting on different clothes. I was like, Opal, you are a muscle mommy, right? Like, I. <laughs> She has a beautiful body, like a, mm. and she's gorgeous and she's strong and she's sexy. But right now we're just friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that feels so good to be like you. And we both find each other like really strong and sexy and like fun and interesting and beautiful and thoughtful, right? All these things. But at the same time, like we can still hang out and be like, like, intimate right like still intimate in other ways than just sex right that's beautiful but there's a lot of trust there like i just don't think that i trust like i would trust you for sure Mm -hmm. but i but you're different from a lot of guys i agree i think that a lot of guys would take that they wouldn't view it in such a beautiful way they would be like oh well there's an opening later you know like Mm -hmm. i would i would not there's a maybe 2% of my guy friends that I would be comfortable being that way with. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, the other percent, the other 98%, I feel like maybe I'm making it up, but in the back of my mind, I'd be, I'd be thinking like, they're still not looking at this in a pure way in the way that I would want to be perceived. Like it's Mm -hmm. still being tainted in a weird way. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of guys, like if they're attracted to the person, they're like, maybe in the future, like there's an opening. Like I think that I'm very triggered because a lot of my guy friends that I've made in a very, in a pure way, because I just want to be like seen as a human being. Yeah. And be myself. Yeah. They're like secretly it's an end game. Yeah. No, I agree. There's a long game. I feel you. Like a lot of people, a lot of men become friends with women to become their partner. Yeah. I don't like like it a lot of men do that. Like I've done that before for sure. And I've had to be like, yo, this is not okay. Yeah. Like, like you just like, gotta, yeah. Like see them for who they are 
now, mm-hmm. not for like the potential that you could gain from it because it feels like they're using me. Yeah, for sure. It's like they don't want you. They want the prize, right? Right. I was no you go you go um like I I forgot where I was going with that oh no (laughs) (laughs) what I told you I'm weird I know I loved it but I was just like what I just make a lot of noises oh I'm with you don't you worry um right so it's just like for example the way that I think which I try really hard at is thinking i am really like i tell my friends all the time like you are beautiful like you're so hot and the way that you perceive the world is amazing and Mm -hmm. i want to have sex with you i will not have sex with you and like for example like i like let's take my friend daniela right she is so cool i like her a lot i think she's beautiful um like we work well together we have similar taste of music like she's an awesome dj all these things right and mm-hmm. I'm, and she's a lesbian i'm like this is perfect that way we can just be like genuine genuinely friends and just is this like the one you met at the cafe yeah and it's been you're just like still like you're still friends still going strong yeah like i want to bring her to like different events i want her to meet my friends like she's really cool i really like her as like a human being it's fucking yeah. sick and like i know that she feels the same way because i can like see it in well, her face yeah and but the fact that she's a lesbian like that takes a lot of it away but i'm saying like like that's beautiful mm. but in a situation where both people are attracted, attracted to the other the sex or whatever of the other friend yeah like well, i'm not i'm definitely saying that people like can be attracted to do the sex or whatever that they're friends with and not want to have sex with them. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like I, I mean, being bisexual really is a blessing and a curse, right? Yeah. Like a lot of my friends are either women that are attracted to men to some degree or men that are attracted to men to most. Mm-hmm. Degree, right. Mm-hmm. And that means that like literally a majority of the people I am friends with could like bone, bone you want, yeah want to in some way right and i want to as well but at the same time i'm like we we are friends right like yeah. i understand that i am very privileged in the sense like i try really hard to be like good looking i really i try really hard to be a good person i really try hard to make people like feel loved i really do and i understand that that like shows off but at the same time i do that because i love them and I want them in my life, and I cannot do more than friendship right now, right? Right. I think that's really cool. I think I love having my friends. I'm like, you're hot. I would, we would have amazing sex. Yeah. But no, thank you. Not right now. Hmm. I feel like that is very okay. Do you feel like you have that? Totally. Um. Definitely. Yeah. I would choose friendship over sex all the time yeah and then there's also like even even a step further of like having sex with your friends and still being okay with it right like that's the ideal thing like we like not denying our friends sex i think is like even more beautiful because it's like 
oh, I do love you to that intimate level of like, I love you so much. I can have you as a friend and still like in a way be like platonic and romantic. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, I've never I've never had that, but it's really hard and it's really unique. You like you need two people that are like capable of that. Two attracted to each other. Three have sex with each other, right? And and all those things. Like there are very few people that I feel that way with. I just feel like if I if it's a friend and I love them so much to the point that I'm sexually attracted to them and I would and I have had and I have sex with them like and they are too with me then then for me I'd be like well we should date like yeah I want you as a partner I think that we we conflate sexual and ro- and romantic relationships to be the same like that's very typical of women as well and like like it's very feminine right like you find someone that you trust and really love and that's how you show your love Whereas a lot of people that are like very masculine or like have toxic masculinity to even further at like end of the spectrum, it's more along the lines of like, I will fuck just more easily, right? Like I will just fuck, right? Like a lot of men statistically have more ability, like they've taken tests of couples that have cheated on each other. Uh Uh-huh it's statistically shown that at least in straight couples, um, heterosexual couples that men who cheat on their girlfriend uh-huh. still love their girlfriend, right? It's not mm-hmm. really their girlfriend. They whereas, just want, yeah. They just want yeah, something different. Exactly. Whereas women who cheat on their like boyfriend or, or husband, right? They don't love their partner anymore more of a statement of i'm done with you yeah yeah versus with the man it's like it's not yeah it could be something as easy as like a hookup right for a lot of men yeah is that a kind of an interesting study yeah so but like again that's where a lot i mean women and men think differently right yeah for a number of reasons societal nurture not like uh, what was it called? Nature versus nurture. A yeah, lot of reasons, right? I think it's a lot of, I would bet it's a lot of just societal stuff. Mm, for sure. It's reinforced to the max. Yeah. Like if you. And again, um, like to like, I'm going to kind of continue on my thought if you don't mind. Go, go on. Mm-hmm. Is that that's like my ideal version of polyamory is that. It's like we can find where our da- dynamic is and it doesn't have to be defined as like you are my partner or you are my um, girlfriend or boyfriend or like significant other. Like we can still have intimacy sexually and we can still just be friends, right? Yeah, but – like I I like that, but for me, I still want something more permanent. Yeah. I something think to hold also, on to. You're also looking for something that is like like bigger, right? Yeah. Like I'm dating I'm dating two people right now, but I still mm-hmm. feel single. It's weird. It's a very weird paradox. Like I've been mm-hmm. dating I've been dating two people since April last year. 
It's almost been a year. It's almost a year. And I'm like still, I just feel like I am single. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're friends with them, right? Well, like I'm dating, I'm friends with them, but I'm also like, like I'm dating them, you know? Yeah. Right. It's like, this it's is not like friends who I fuck. Yeah. 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 It's like a little bit more, but it's also not quite like explicit partners. Right. Or is it? Hey, they're partners. Okay, cool. What do you mean? But, okay. Then never mind. I went back on field and I saw that, um, that guy in the couple. Mm-hmm. He mentioned me on his field profile. I thought it was so cute. Oh, that's really fucking cute. I was like, oh my God. I was like, oh, this is just, this makes me feel so included. Yeah. And important. He, that's so sweet, dude. Yeah. I love that. Just in the way that he was like listing off, like, you know, in the bio. And at the end, he was like, we also have like a female partner who, Mm. blah, 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 you know, like, like he mentioned me. Yeah. You're a part of his life. Wow, that's really cool. Congratulations. Thanks. So like like they're my partners, but I, but I still feel like I have like so much autonomy. Yeah, but like I just like it feels super solid and like super secure. Mhm. But like they have their life and and I want someone to share my life with. Yeah. I hear you, dude. I really do. I really, really do. So, like, in that sense, like, what is that the answer beautiful. in polyamory? Yeah. No, I think that that's, I think that that's, like, such a beautiful way to do polyamory, too, right? It's just, like, you get to date people that you really care about. And, like, but also you get to still explore, right? Like, it's not like you're holding out on anything in particular, but you're also just like searching for something, right? Yeah. Like it's not like I'm stopping myself from anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's like the most important part for me is like polyamory allows me to feel what feel like explore what feels good. That's, that's such a great reminder. Ah, oh, that was a great conversation that I'm reminding myself a lot of. Thank you. Yeah. Something that I, this is more negative, but like something I didn't really realize until Mm. over the weekend, Mm. it's just how much the general public hates polyamory. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that. Mm -hmm. No, we're in a bubble in LA. There's so much hate out there. Yeah, there is. And people look at, people look down on it. Mm -hmm. Like a lot. I know. I like to make fun of those people every once in a while. I'm just like, oh, couldn't be me. You like that like that uh, post I sent you, right? It's like like what it's yeah. like to break it to your kids that you're not polyamorous. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. You yeah. In a, in a different world. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I mean, but it's out there for sure, right? It, it yeah, and, and I didn't realize that, but also like a lot of people, when you say you don't really necessarily believe in monogamy, they just like sometimes they'll roll their eyes and they just think that like 
you're a heathen. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I don't, and, but I think that I saw this Reddit post explaining a lot of the hate. Mm-hmm. And it was just like polyamory, like successful polyamorous relationships. They directly take, like, tear apart um, society's core values. Mm which is like monogamy and like how everyone, like the escalator and everything. Mm-hmm. And how that's the only way to be happy and have a family. Mm-hmm. And that really threatens like millions and millions of people's views. Billions like and billions of people. Billions and billions of people's views and ways of life. Mm-hmm. So of course they're going to hate that. Like they feel threatened. They feel like maybe that's like deep down they've got something wrong. So they're going to want to like take their pitchforks out. But, yeah, I thought that was interesting. It is really interesting, dude. It's just like, wow. I'm literally here just to, like, explore. And you're hating on it so much, right? Yeah, like, why? It doesn't matter. Like, people hate on stuff. It doesn't even affect them. I know. <laughs> like, they think, well, it it, they, it affects them because in their minds it, it threatens their, their own core existence. Mm-hmm. But, like, in reality... Like we're just out here on the streets we're, trying to trying to do our thing. We're just out here. Yeah, dude. Why can't love just be love? Yeah. Right? I think about that a lot. Why can't we just stay out of other people's personal lives? <laughs> yeah. Easy, easy answer. Just like don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um one thing just to like piggyback off of mm-hmm. was my therapist mm-hmm. he was saying like the couple dynamic is really interesting mm. because so. it's like like I've like I feel really secure and like I can be myself with this couple mm-hmm. and it's like a man and a woman and he's like in a way you found your secure like family unit like they're your mother and your father interesting interesting (laughs) i was like whoa in like like you just feel super comfy like you have this like mother figure like father figure like really deep crazy like psychoanalysis vibes you know interesting But, but like i just thought that was really interesting do you believe that and like do you feel like that reflects what's happening accurately not really i mean in a very 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 light way like i'm like sure i could see that because i feel safe feel safe but like not the sexual part of course but like it's freud freudian freudian believed that everyone everything was sexual Mm -hmm. and like you know it's it's the original kind of like oedipus yeah and electra yeah yeah and like I grew up with all that stuff because my mom's a therapist. So I, it's like really not hard for me to grasp yeah. and, under, and be like, eh, I see that. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of wild. I mean, yeah, like our core values typically comes from our friends and or our parents, right? Mm-hmm. Like growing up. Most of the time it's our parents. And of course, we're going to look with people that have those similar values that we 
idolize mm-hmm. or like are familiar with, mainly familiar with, right? And in a lot of ways, that is our parents. Like the most familiar people are our parents, mm-hmm. right? And so yeah. we tend to go with what's familiar, which is our parents, of course, right? <laughs> yeah. And so we go after our parents. Like in a lot of ways, like I only accept exceptional women because my mother is exceptional. Hmm. And that's taken a lot of work because my ex was more my dad than anything. Oh. And so like, now that I ha- but I have like a good role model, which is my mother. And I look for people like my mother genuinely sometimes, right? I'm like, yeah. You remind me of my mom in this way. And I'm like, that's fucking cool. Yeah. Guys do that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, continue. Just kind of like look for someone that reminds them of their mother. I know. I mean, it's very easy for people, for especially women to take on to like to mother their boyfriend, right? <laughs> yeah. Been there. Yeah. I believe it. So it happens a lot. So, mm-hmm. of course, I look for it. Anyway. There's like a lot. There's a lot attached to that, right? Yeah. It was just a little thing. I, I mean, there's like a, like, it's a big thing, <laughs> but at that moment, it's a little thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I hear you. I don't think mm-hmm. it's like that explicit for you as far as I can tell. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel like I have a full picture all the time, but. A full I mean, picture? Like, of I what? don't understand. Like I don't always understand what you like what you three are doing, right? Like I don't know what you guys do on every single date or what you do, right? So does that make sense? Like I only understand what you tell me. Right. Yeah, like what we were saying before. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I only like, perceive them as what you've Yeah. So them. you don't know all the little minute things, obviously, because you're not mm-hmm. me. And I haven't met your parents. You've met my mom. Have I? Yeah. It's sounding familiar. I don't remember. You well when like when we were at camp or whatever. Camp. Camp. Oh, dude, that's like ten years think- ago, Abby. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> I probably froze up in that moment. I was like, girl, I am simply trying to survive out here. Yeah. Right? Like, you met my mom. That was way more recent. Yeah, I know. But she was also dying from a sickness. Yeah. yeah that so sucks. doesn't really count. No, it doesn't. No. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Any, cool. Any- Oh, actually, quick thing related to us being weird. I've been yeah. getting like a lot of ADHD reels, right? Uh-huh. Um, I actually like asked my friends up in Big Bear. I was like, does anyone else struggle with ADHD? And everyone was quiet. I was like, cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Do you have but ADHD? Want- what? Do you have ADHD? For sure. <laughs> For sure. Like I know I- a lot of people with it, actually. I'm high functioning, but like I have it for sure. A lot of them, it's like really funny because you will start doing something 
And so like, you complete the task, right? The one was like making a cup of coffee. So it's like you make the cup of coffee, you put it on, on the table, you turn around, you like do something, and then you turn around back at the table, it's gone. You're like, oh, yeah, huh. I, rem- I remember this. Yeah. And then you like make a cup of coffee again. And then when you go to put it on the table, you have another cup there. And then you it's look there. over and there's another cup. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. And that's like that's- what happened with my medication, right? It's just like, yeah. I think I took it. I'm not. And then you just see it. You're like, oh shit, I have a lot of medication here. Yeah, exactly. I I need to get mine. (laughs) I need to get mine from CVS. I'll go try. Yeah, I feel like a lot of a lot of online stuff has like made a ton of people think they have ADHD when they don't. Yeah, I agree with that. I really do agree. Like, I try. Like, oh, dude, it's so annoying. There's definitely people, there's like this thing called the ADHD freeze, I think is what it's called. And it's like you're stuck in one spot because you're like, oh, I need to do this. But before that, I got to do this. But before that, I got to do this. And before that, I got to do this. Oh, and it's like yeah. in a circle, right? A spiral, yeah. And so you're literally just in the in the room like, what the fuck do I do first? Mm-hmm. And, and it takes you a couple minutes. And then you're like, I just got to do something. And then you just do it. And then eventually you like, walk back and forth between rooms doing one thing. Oh, it's so annoying. Oh, God. Oh, it's so annoying. The last – sorry, you go. The last thing I'll say in that sentence is I like I can't just stay in one room. I bounce around all the time, and I wish I didn't. Oh, room to room? Yeah. Like it's hard for me to finally like sit down because I'm always doing something because I can't do it all at once because I'm like oh fuck mm. I forgot this thing and I've got that thing you, I've got that thing so you can't just sit down and be like I'm gonna do this thing and then I'm gonna do this thing complete and then I do this thing complete sometimes I've definitely gotten a lot better about it but it's it's still a struggle um. It helps like, with caffeine. Caffeine helps so mm, much, dude. Yeah. Like it helps. I, I can, I mean, that's what like. I feel like uh, I know some people with ADHD that take, that have, that can't do caffeine because they're just like. Ugh. Oh yeah. I've heard yeah. that too. It like goes too fast for them. Yeah. Um, For me, it's like, it helps me focus. Like Adderall is a stimulant, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah stimulants help people with adhd focus mm-hmm. like it just hones you in so caffeine oh, really like helps caffeine me with, yeah. with work like i can tell when i'm caffeinated because yeah. i'm flying through my work yeah i thought i had adhd for a second because i was given all those like reels being like you have adhd if you have like these things, like you go into a room and then you kind of like forget what you're doing. I'm like, that's just kind of a universal human thing, I feel like. Yeah, that is a very human. Yeah. Like, wait, what was I going in for? Oh, here's a sock. Oh, uh, gotta do this. Um, but I think I know that I don't because I I focus really well a lot of the time. Mm. Although I feel like maybe people with ADHD do focus well. Sometimes, no, right? Now it's hard to like read. Hyperfocus. You probably don't have ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> if you can, yeah, dude. Like it's so hard for me to read. Like, but like I have hyperfixations, like a lot. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that is, but 
it's like it's everything oh, yeah it's really hard it's really hard to explain like i can fixate on art mm-hmm. without caffeine because it's just like repetitive and super easy to grind out um mm-hmm. so you get into like that flow but then if you don't get in that flow you're just bouncing around between everything like you have yeah. to be really intrigued by it mm. like all the time i'm fighting the urge to draw i'm like oh, dude you gotta, you gotta work <laughs> i mean i kind of like that though like yeah it's cool. really cool it's a good it like really- little urge to fight mm-hmm and I need to remind myself to like do it and like oblige myself. Yeah. It doesn't work for people. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. I do. It doesn't work for me. I would just draw. Mm-hmm. Like I'm the type of like dude, Instagram really has a, a hold on me. And Same. it's so bad. It's so bad. I'm like, bro. I mean, that's like humans as a whole. TikTok, right? dude. That's humans as a whole. TikTok. We have like it's 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 fucked up. They have dopamine they, yeah, all over us, right? Yeah. But I'm literally just standing there. I'm like, yo, two minutes. And then it goes by. I'm like, what's another two minutes? And like, that's how my sleep Yeah. Goes, right? Same. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I'll be like on Instagram or, or TikTok in the morning when I'm like trying to get ready for work. Mm-hmm. It makes me so late. Because yeah. I'm just like focused on that and I'm not actually getting ready. I know. It's so addictive a, too. It's a bad habit. Mm-hmm. Um. I hear it. Okay. Well, there's a lot of content in this episode. Yeah. We touched on a lot of things. Yeah, we did. Um, they're all in depth and good. All right. Well, I love you, Abby. I love you, Antonio. Good night. Goodbye, Thanks. therapy thoughts. Good night, therapy thoughts. Bye.